Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Life and Couture podcast, where we are cultivating conversations for women on the journey to self-love, self-discovery, and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Tara Sherman, and today I have a very special guest for you. I have Miss Marcia, who is also known as the Undercover Fashionista, and she is the founder of Diary of an Undercover Fashionista. So thank you, Miss Marcia, for joining me today. I'm so excited to get started. Thank you for having me. No problem. So um, before we even like dive into this interview, I always like to give my guests the opportunity to just tell the listeners a little bit more about you and a little bit more about what it is that you do. Okay. Well, I have the blog called Diary of an Undercover Fashionista where I focus on body positivity mm-hmm. and encouraging women to live their best self out loud. Um, not being afraid of what they look like, not being afraid of who they are, just living their truth. Um, I do that with posting about what it is that I'm going through on my mm-hmm. day-to-day and in my day-to-day um, in hopes that that motivates someone else to kind of get off the couch and live how they wish to live if that makes sense oh most definitely most definitely and I think that is um and I think that's amazing that you're positioning yourself to not only you know be able to share your story but you're also using that as a means to you know empower others to also you know share their story and live in their story and live in their truth so I really just want to commend you for you know for doing that because I know that's not always an easy thing to do um, no, it really isn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, talk to me about um, how you got how you got started. Like, how did the undercover fashionista come about? Um, you know, just give me some backstory on pretty much the blog. Okay, well, it, I've always loved fashion. Okay. Um, I've always been into fashion. I went to school for fashion. Um, put on fashion shows when I was in college. Okay. I've always loved fashion, but it wasn't something I always wanted to do. One, because I was plus size, and I really wasn't comfortable putting myself out there. Um, so I, the, how I picked the name, and this will make sense once I tell you, I picked the other fashion but because, because I was uh, plus size, I wasn't putting myself out there, and people didn't really know that I knew fashion like I did. Mm-hmm. So when people ask me questions, I can run them, I can write down a list of like who designed what, who did what, and people are like, Dad, why don't you do this for a living? I'm like, no, I really don't <laughs> want to be out there like that. So, but then I got tired of being in the back and always feeling like I was left out of something. I was feeling like I wasn't a part of it, feeling like uh, I didn't belong. And uh, at the time, my father was passing away, and mm-hmm. my cousin was diagnosed with cancer. And here I am taking life for granted, right. and I've been given, like, a perfect bill of health. So I was like, well, let me see. How can I do fashion without really doing fashion? How about I just start living and showing people what I know and what I can do and just put myself out there? So I kind of played around with the idea of how I was going to start and someone said, well, maybe you should blog about it because your life is really interesting and you should put it on paper and maybe somebody will, you know, feel like 
they connect with you. Right. But that's what I did. When I first started blogging, I didn't think anybody was reading it. I was just putting, you know, putting my thoughts on paper. And then all of a sudden, people started, you know, messaging me, telling me that I, you know, was motivating, motivating them. So that's how I got started with, with blogging. And that's how I came up with the name Undercover Fashionista because I felt like I was living undercover in disguise and being this fabulous person. So I thought it was fitting for the vlog. Yes, I love it. I love it. Okay, so, um, dun dun dun. Can you talk about some challenges that? Well, first, how long have you been blogging? So, how long has the undercover fashionista been, um, been in business? I've been blogging since March of 2015. Okay. So that's about a little over three years now. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's amazing. I really didn't take it. Too, I didn't take it too seriously in the beginning because, like I said, I was just writing for me. Um, I didn't really get too serious about blogging until like the middle of my second year. Um, really uh, pushing myself and really putting myself out there. Can you talk about? Because I feel like. I feel like with most bloggers, um, well, let me not put this on, on all bloggers, but I know for it, like I speak for myself with me when I started my blog, um, I was like off on, off on, off on. And so like, honestly, I've been like, like I, I really just buckled down and took it serious about a year ago. Um, so can you talk to me about like what that turning point was for you when you were like, okay, like I'm, I'm a buckle down and I'm really going to do this thing for real. The turning point for me was when I got a message from a girl. She was, she's 15, at the time she was 15. Mm-hmm. And she had, you know, just came across one of my blog posts and she said that, you know, she's into fashion, she's plus size, and she sometimes feels like she doesn't fit in as well. Mm-hmm. And she connected with me and she just loved how I was putting myself out there and she could kind of connect with someone that, looks like her right. so I was like oh my god this is a little bit bigger than me mm-hmm. there are kids out there reading what I'm writing so it was kind of like I can't fall off for them let me be more into this and doing it because they're waiting for me to see what I'm doing I'm keeping them motivated so they motivate me, and that's what, that was my turning point from getting serious. Because at first I'm like, well, no one's really reading this, so I don't have to put a blog post out this week. <laughs> oh, I understand. <laughs> now it's like, okay, people are reading this, and people are looking forward to what I'm saying or what I'm doing. Let me make sure I stay, you know, consistent. Because if you're not consistent in blogging, you lose your audience. That's true. That is very true. You you gotta stay consistent. Good, good. Well, I'm happy that you stay consistent because um, one of the reasons I really wanted you on the podcast is because of the content that you post. And your blog posts are extremely, I don't even want to say inspiring and motivating, but they're just like they're empowering. It's kind of like I always say that women, we have this, this trait of suffering in silence and um suffering and isolation and we have this i don't know it's kind of like a disconnect with connecting with other women and being transparent about you know 
yeah, I'm going through this um, and this is how I got, or I went through this and this is how I got through it. And um, if you're going through something like this, this is how you can also get through it. Or, you know, just like sharing our stories and being transparent. So I think that's amazing that you actually, you know, put that content out there for other women to connect to and to relate to. Um, So can you talk to me about, okay, let's go into the space of you're in this influencer role. Um, And I know you said that starting out, you kind of, you know, play the back role or put yourself on a black on a back burner um, because you were plus size. So can you talk to me about this journey to because uh, I feel like you have to be in a space where you are discovering yourself and um, I always say self-love and self-discovery are not end goals. It's just a continuous journey. So can you talk to us about that point in your journey where, you know, you're learning to love yourself, you're learning, you're discovering who you are, you're discovering what your purpose is. And you decided to really just, okay, I'm bold enough to let me put me out there now. Can you talk to me about what it's, how it is, um, or maybe some challenges that you have faced as a plus size influencer? Or are there, or is there, you know, any hurdles that you've had to jump over? Yes. Yeah. Well, when I first started, you know, all your pictures all my pictures were selfies. Okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> scared to show your body because I wasn't always plus size. I was skinny in high school, Me. kind of skinny in college, <laughs> graduated from college, freshman 15, 20, 25, 50, whatever. Uh, <laughs> girl, this way started sticking to like, us, girl. No. <laughs> Go yeah. ahead. So it was uh, the challenges came from okay, if I'm going to do this, I have to show these people who haven't seen me since I graduated. I'm not that person I was in college. I have tacked on weight. So my first blog post was like, here I am. Like, I just put it out there. Yes. Once you put it all out there, there's nowhere else for you to go. Like, <laughs> here it is. This is what my just said. I had the most skin tight outfit on that I could possibly find. So you can see exactly what I look like. Yeah. You know, double chin short and everything. So that was the biggest hurdle I had to get over if mm-hmm. I was going to do blogging was to actually show myself. Now, another hurdle that I have is like, okay, how much do I let people in to see? Right. Like, how much do because there's a fine line of being nosy or being motivated. You know, mm-hmm. if, if, that's, if I'm saying it right. Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> there's going to be people who just want to know like who you're dating and what you're doing and how your life is going just to be nosy but if some people are like okay her life can't be perfect let me see what's the real you know because people kind of uh gravitate towards authenticity authenticity so it was it's a thin line and i'm just like okay how much do i want to put it out how much do i want to put out there for people to see because people know me in real life uh, <laughs> and people who know me in real life may end up on the blog. So I just had to say, you know, this is my truth. And if you want to be a better character in my truth, then you should act better. So if you right. if you come out negative, I'm just I'm telling the story of how I how I felt. Um, so I think once I got past that hurdle of you know how much I wanted to show the world. Um, it became a lot easier to to navigate 
you know, because I got tired of being, okay, talking about certain things because I didn't want to, you know, make this person feel bad if they were to read it. Right. But it's my truth. I'm sorry. And this is going to help somebody. Like, if I feel like it's going to help somebody, I will definitely write about it. No if and buts about it. If I feel like this story that I'm going through is going to help another woman, it's going on the blog. Right. Basically. I love that. I love it. Because it's so difficult these days. And it's like, I know from uh, from a branding standpoint, we always talk about authenticity. Um, and it's always this notion. And we're always coaching people, you know, be yourself, be authentic, be this. But that's really not an easy thing to be, like, at all. So I never take it for granted when others are authentic, you know. And when you do get to see... Yeah who people really are because you know we're in this this age of social media and everybody's pretending to be someone else and you know we're doing it for the gram and it's like <laughs> yeah we yeah. we so call- and you can't, I mean, you, go ahead go ahead you get, side, you get sidetracked and you think okay because you I was going to let you get it out, girl. (laughs) (laughs) We just like fabricated or whatever. Yeah, I got Um, you. But you get more, I get more traction when I'm just being me. And I I have to kind of have blinders on to everyone else to what they're doing. And just totally focus on my life, my journey, where I'm at, what I'm doing, how I feel. And I post that. Love it. Love it, girl. Love it. So, talk to me a little bit about um, what are some things that you do for self-care? Because I don't know if you agree or disagree, but like you said, when you're in this space of we're on social media consistently, we're constantly, you know, working to make our blogs better, working to make our content better. And I know we get people who are always like, I just focus on myself, I just focus on myself. But the reality of it is, you know, if you're seeing certain things day in and day out, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to affect you in some kind of way. So what are some things that you do for self-care? What are some things that you do to kind of help you um, detox from that social media space? Two things. The biggest thing, I put my phone down. If I feel like I'm getting a little bit overwhelmed with the stuff that I'm seeing and feeling like I'm in last place to other bloggers, I just simply put my phone down and mm-hmm. like, nope. Right. Not not looking at it, not thinking about it until that energy passes, like until that thought passes. I watch TV, I you know, and I get off social media because I'm thinking too hard. 
because I'm a Gemini, my <laughs> brain overthinks. <laughs> Both of my sisters so are Gemini's. I, <laughs> I, we, we are some overthinkers. <laughs> so I have, to kind of, I have to put my phone down and just step away from it and do something else and focus. Uh, well, I actually do three things. Second, I don't put pressure on posting. Mm-hmm. I, I am a poster, but I, if, if, I won't post just to post, if that makes sense, in vlogging. Because yeah. sometimes you just put filler post out and it doesn't come from anywhere. You don't, you just blindly post it because you feel like you got to put something up to fill that, uh, for that week. Right. I don't put that kind of limit on me. Like, if I don't have anything to post, if I don't have anything to blog about, I'm not putting it up. Um, and then thirdly, it's like I meditate. I have to, if I feel like my thoughts are becoming too loud, I have to take time and kind of just meditate, get it all out the way, take an hour, and just just let those thoughts come and then let them go. So that's what I do for like self care. And I shop. So, <laughs> <laughs> of course, shopping. Of course. <laughs> of course. But yeah, it's just meditation, putting the phone down, moving in the moment. You know, um, those are those are the things that I do for my self care because my biggest thing is thought and overthinking so I have to I have to step away and I have to refocus my mind cool cool thank you for sharing that um my next question would be so you've been blogging about three years now what are some tips what tips would you give someone who is interested in blogging like maybe three to five tips just okay I'm trying to start a blog what can I do to get started? One, I tell people, you know, really think about what you want to do and what message you want to put across in blogging. Mm-hmm. You know, making sure that your focus is clear. Um, you know, because you don't want to be jumped around too much in the beginning. Like, what is your main focus? What, is, what do you want to talk about? who's your audience who is that you know that one person that you're talking to and engaging with you know Mm -hmm. uh, three you're not going to have an audience in the beginning you're just not (laughs) (laughs) and I think a lot of people get discouraged because they think they're going to come into blogging and have hundreds and thousands of people reading it's just like no you know, don't get discouraged, but those numbers won't be there, especially in, like, the first and second year. You're not going to have those numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just stay focused. Talk to that one person that you feel like needs to hear what you have to say right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, four, be consistent with the content that you're putting up. Um, you know, you're not just, like, all over the place. You just, and, and you're kind of like on a schedule but not on a schedule kind of thing just making sure that you're not letting too much time go between without posting and blogging Um, and then I would say five you know just start that should be one you know just start but a lot of people when it comes to blogging I don't know if you had the same problem where you kind of talk yourself out of it you know a couple of times well I don't have the website, I don't know how to do this, I don't know mm-hmm. how to do that, and, and you just got to jump in and just 
do it and just start. Don't worry about who's watching. Don't worry about who's reading. Don't worry about who's not taking you seriously. Do it for you and just do it wholeheartedly. Those will be my tips. Yes, because I definitely had that issue um, in the beginning because it's like nobody's going to read it because I don't have this and I don't have that. And that's really how I got so good at trying to design my blog because I'm like studying other people's blog. Like I'm missing this. I'm missing that. My graphics yeah. aren't up to par. And that is that is one of the biggest things that set me back from getting started in my blog because I'm a perfectionist for one. <laughs> so it's like I set this I set this unrealistic standard for me because starting out it's like you not you're not going to be on this expert level you're not going to be on this advanced level um, that you like to be on unless you know you hire a graphic designer and you know you get your website built and blah 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 but then I don't I don't even know how realistic that is to upkeep in the beginning either right. but um that's one of the things that set me back because I'm steady thinking and overthinking and okay maybe this is not right maybe this is not I don't want to put this out and then I'm writing stuff and I'm like maybe I share too much maybe I um and it's always this thought of how much going back to what you said earlier like do I really want these people to know this much about me You just get to be you. Like, and that's yeah. why I think it's important to choose a topic that you are extremely passionate about. I know for me, I'm like, this is this is what um got me so caught up when I got started. So for those of you who are listening, that's um going back to the tips that you gave when you said really, you know, narrow down what it is that you want to talk about. Because when I first got started, I really, you know, I had done my research, but I wanted to start a blog back in like when I was in college. I say it was like 2009 and it wasn't, um, I did it for like a month. I'm lying. It probably wasn't even a month. I think I may have put up like two posts and I, you know, quit, (laughs) but 
<laughs> but it was like I didn't know anything about lifestyle blogging at that time. So at that time, when I was doing my research, it's like, are you a sports blogger? Are you a fashion blogger? Are you a, a beauty blogger? And it was like everything was so detailed. And so now, I I am a lifestyle blogger. So I'm just writing about things that are specific to me and what I'm interested in. But as far as like, um, because I was a business owner prior to starting my blog. And so that's why I think the transition wasn't, once I really like narrowed it down and mapped it out and made a plan and got focused and, you know, got connected with the blogging group that helped, that helped to hold me accountable, things like that. It wasn't as difficult for me to trans, you know, transition over because I had already had a website. I had all these things already. And so now it was like, okay, what content do I want to put into this blog? Because on the business side is branding and marketing. But I'm like, you know, I want to share tips on branding and marketing, but I also, you know, I love going to events. I love covering events. You know, I like, I'm into fashion. I'm into beauty. I'm into food. It's like, I'm into all these things. And I'm like, I can't write about all this stuff. And just from a marketing standpoint, it's like, you know, find your niche. What's, what area do you specialize in? And that's when I learned more about, you can be a lifestyle blogger. So you not, you aren't necessarily blogging about these specific things, but you're blogging about your experiences right. with these things. And so that's what's helped me because I was like, girl, I was all over. I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to like put me in a box. And I'm like, and then it just, you know, I did more research. And that's when the whole thing about lifestyle blogger come up. I'm like, I thought, I don't know, it's probably stupid, y'all. So if you're listening and it sound dumb, just, you know, let it go in one ear and come out the other. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm thinking like lifestyle, you know, you life coach, you telling people how to live. So I'm like, I just don't fit into this blogging spectrum. And so when I finally found my footing, I was just like super excited. So I think that was a real gem when you say you really have to know what you want to say, what you want to talk about. Um, because had I known that a long time ago, I might be a superstar blogger by now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once you figured out, like once you... Once you narrow it down, it becomes so much easier. And once you narrow down who's who's listening and who your who your audience is, it becomes easier for you to put your content out. Yeah. And for me, I, I kind of went back and forth, but I really didn't waver too far away from body positive body positivity because I went and I and I kind of tried my hand in fashion, strictly fashion, mm-hmm. uh, where I'm just talking about clothes. I'm like, this does not suit me. Like I have a bigger calling. Than just talking about clothes. Right. I can put a, like, I'm not about to put a picture up and just tell you where the outfit came from or a blog post talking about an outfit. Like, that makes no sense. That feels like it, 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 it makes sense for people who love clothes like that. For me, I feel like it's just a waste of a blog post because I can say something motivational to someone who's reading it. So it's kind of like you. Once I said, when you don't have blinders on, mm-hmm. and you start to kind of think you got to do what everyone else is doing, I'm like, yeah, that's not my niche. Like, that's not what I was put on this earth to do in in the field of blogging. So it's like I had to go back and be like, body positivity, that's what I do with a background in fashion. So if I'm talking about something, you're going to know I'm going to be fly while I'm talking about it. Right. <laughs> Let me kind of steer it back the way I'm supposed to be going. 
Right. So you do have those times where you kind of like waver, but then you have to learn how to kind of reel yourself back in to what you're supposed to be doing. Most definitely, most definitely. And I can definitely relate. And I could go on and on and on. (laughs) Can you talk to me? um, Can you talk to to the audience, not me. Sorry, guys. Can you talk to the audience a little bit about um, some things that you did to help you build your audience and, the, and you know, to gain notoriety for your blog? I'm still learning how to build my audience, but one thing I've learned is I have to be interactive on my social media platform, whereas I'm not just putting stuff on my page posting and then getting off social media, you know, telling people I have a blog post stuff. Mm-hmm. I have to do a little bit more than that. I have to go to people's pages and encourage them, show them that I'm a real person. Um, you know, leaving messages like, you know, oh my goodness, you, you did it. You, it. But I feel it. I'm not just doing it, just doing it. Right. But, you know, going to, uh, reaching out to your readers and talking to them like they're real. Like, because I don't know, like sometimes, I don't know if you see this on social media where you you write something up on their time and you're like, do they even see this? Do they even care? <laughs> Girl. So it's just like you bring so much joy to someone else's page that been you know that's been reading your blog just to leave a message mm-hmm. when they post something. Right. They're like, oh my god, like she commented on my stuff. Like I'm, I'm human. So from there, it's just like you get your your readers that you know. Some um, what are some things you do to help hold you accountable? Like to help you post consistently, stay on, you know, stay on track, 
um, and, and stay on the path to achieve your goals? There's a bigger picture for me. Blogging is a tool that I'm using right now to get to my end goal. So it's kind of like in order for me to get there, I know I have to go through this and I know I have to pour into this because this is going to help me when it comes time for me to do something bigger. What bigger is, I don't know. I just know that I'm learning through this experience. Mm-hmm. So when it comes time, those tools are going to be there when it's time for me to actually step onto another platform. So that kind of keeps me motivated, like, okay, this is not the end result. Right now, I'm just in the middle. I'm, I'm, my goal is to help women on a bigger platform, but there's stuff that I need to do within my own self mm-hmm. as far as me building my confidence, me making sure you know, my brain is healthy, so I can tell people how to keep their brains healthy and how to keep them motivated. So I feel like right now I'm going through a journey of self-discovery and picking up tools along the way. So that's what keeps me motivated, like, okay, I'm going to get there. It's coming, but let me make sure I'm staying consistent on this level because I'm going to be taken to another level and I got to make sure that when I get to that level, I can maintain that level. Right. So that's what kind of keeps me motivated. And also my family and my friends. I don't know about you, but my family and my friends were like, okay, what are you up to? You got right. to do this, you got to do this. It's time for, I don't want to, I'm fine watching TV. No, you need to get up. You need to do this. You need to do that for the blog. You need to, you know, so it's kind of like, I have a circle of people that pushes me too, and I don't want to let them down because they've invested in me right. and what it is that I, they see me doing. So they keep me motivated, and the people who read my blog keep me motivated. That's good. That's good. It's always good to have. I know we got this, you know, what's my line? It's, oh. My bad. Independence is overrated. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm sorry. I had a, yeah, I'm sorry. I drew a blank. But I always say, like, independence is overrated. Well, actually, a loved one said that to me at some point. <laughs> and, and they're like, independence is overrated because I was trying to do everything, trying to wear so many different hats. And so to have that circle of people who you can trust, one, if you can mm-hmm. trust them, let me just put that out there that you can trust um, and who actually love you and care about you and don't really care. You know, they don't really care about what they have to do to help you win. They're more interested and more invested in you winning than anything else. And so I think that's beautiful. I'm, I'm extremely grateful for um, my circle and I'm sure I'm excited for you that you have that kind of circle um, because it is yeah. difficult. It is. It's rare and it's difficult to, to come by. Um, and I know a lot of times we expect like our family to be there. Um, but in some instances, that's just not the case. So I'm happy for you that you have that. So excited yeah. for you. Um, yeah, like tomorrow I have an event to go to. And my friend invited me out because she's like, this needs to be on the blog. I'm right. Like, You're right, it does. <laughs> And she's like, and I've taken all your pictures. I'm right. like, okay, thank you. <laughs> right. People taking your pictures 
was hard to come by sometimes. Girl, because now that my so, man takes my pictures, I'm like, look at God, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard. It's like, uh, excuse me, you gotta pull your friends away from what they're doing because it's fun. Obviously, right. guys are there. Mm -hmm. You're like, can you take one picture? Oh, take another one. Take another. Right. Yeah, take fifty know. until we get the one. Take <laughs> <laughs> right. And so, and so, I want to. Yeah, Go ahead, I'm sorry. I was saying in the beginning, get you a, a audience, get you an accountability partner. Like, that's Ooh. the biggest thing. When I first started with being another girl, and we would call each other every week and just run down a list of all the content that we had, what we were doing, uh, what we wanted to do in the future, mm -hmm. uh, you know, making sure our blog pages was up to date. Uh, is there any add-ins or add-ons you want to put on and what's our due date for that? That pushes you for that phone call because you want to make sure when that week comes, y'all on the phone, that you're not singing that same song that you were singing on the last phone call. Yes. So it's just like, okay, let me keep this done before that phone call. Yep. So I'm like, look, just everything I did. Right, and I got to shout out my blogger tribe here. Um because like I said, I've been I've been doing this like consistently for about a year. But like until I had a blogger tribe, until I got plugged in with other bloggers, I wasn't taking pictures. I wasn't like, I didn't know nothing about, I knew I had good written content. I knew I had good copy. <laughs> I knew I knew how to, how to design some things. Um, I didn't really take pictures though. So I just want to give a quick shout out to, to my blogger tribe for even, you know, investing that time and effort in with me. Cause we pretty much did the same thing. We didn't do calls though. We had a group chat, but, um, definitely, definitely a, a major part of me being consistent <laughs> with my blog. So yeah, I'm sorry to really, interrupt you. <laughs> everyone knows, everyone knows something different and mm -hmm. that's the circle. Like, okay, you might have someone that's good with building a website or even just learn how to design a website through Squarespace or through mm -hmm. um what's the other one? The other one anybody uses. But a blogger? Yeah. Or WordPress, probably. WordPress. I didn't know anything about that, but luckily I was connecting with people who did, so it's just like, hey, use Squarespace and you know, call me if you get any hiccups with it. Okay, great, thank you. I knew how to take pictures. I'll show you how to use your camera so you can take high quality pictures too. So it was just like a, you know, you scratch my back, I scratch your back, you help me, I help you kind of thing. And right. everyone succeeds like that way. Because the one thing that you, a lot of bloggers fail to realize that you don't know everything. Mm -hmm. And once you get in the front, you're like, really? I didn't know it. Like I was, when I first started, yeah. I started with them. <laughs> <laughs> I started with Blogspot, and I thought I was doing something. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I'm dying undercover to dot Blogspot. And I was talking to a girl, and she's like, no, 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 we don't use Blogspot. I'm like, what? You can use readers, you can use Blogspot if you're just getting started. Don't think you can't. Uh, listeners. But she was like, use Squarespace and just go on straight.com, and I'll show you how to do that. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Mm -hmm. So it's just, if, you know, that information that you get along the way, like, really? Oh, what is AdSense? What is this? What's that? You can't 
can't get that on your own. You yeah. only can get that within the tribe. Especially if you're walking into a village, you had no clue what to do when you first got started. That's true. That's true. Like I said, I have to give a huge shout out to my blogger tribe. I remember when I first got started, I think I was on Blogger. And I'm, no, I think I was using Wix, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Let me take it a, a whole different direction. I think I was using Wix, actually. And not only, um, it was it was one girl in particular, her blog was already up and running. She was already well over 10K followers. Like, you know, she's already working with brands like Verizon. And she took the time out. And she sent me, like, step-by-step via email she let me text her 50 million times asking 50 million questions um and not mm-hmm. once did she lose her patience not once did she treat me like i was getting on her nerves which i was getting on my nerves so i know i was getting on her <laughs> um and <laughs> right and so to me but she she was just like real open like even if it was something i had forgot to ask she would like shoot me another text like hey just in case you you bump into this you know, you might want to try it this way. And it was just like, to me, that level of selflessness just like really opened me up to to see the true value of being a part of a network. And I just was like, I was just like, you know, I felt all warm inside. I was like, oh. <laughs> and I, I, I see, I see, and I don't want to like name drop, but it's like one person that you have in common, mm-hmm. and we're from Cleveland to Atlanta, and. Oh, please I name dropper. <laughs> Hey, Jenny um, Jen. <laughs> but I see, I just see, you know, when she was in Cleveland to when she went out there and just totally took off with the tribe and uh-huh. was, you know, doing stuff and just being really out there and, you know, blogging. I'm like, dang, that's a good time. Yeah, because Jenny will get <laughs> like, you together. Funny. I know how people hear it, but it was, it was, that was something totally. I, I've never seen it on that big of a scale. Yes. Um, and I, and that part, yeah. girl, yes. And I'm like, um, cause I'm from like, I'm from a small area or two different small areas. And so like that kind of like connection, that kind of tribe, you don't really get to see it much. Like it's always this, you know, I'm trying to outshine you. I'm trying to, you know. I don't want you to to be better than me, and it's like with us, we just be you know hype each other up, <laughs> make yeah. sure everybody got bomb pictures, make sure everybody makeup is on point. Uh, we have fun, we do self care, we have girl talk, and it's just it's refreshing because you need that, you know. Yes, you do. Yeah. I don't think you, I don't think people understand until you until you get it what you were lacking. Mm-hmm. You know, once you get into that circle, you're like, wow. I don't ever want to leave you guys. Right. I love you guys. I love it here. (laughs) It's good to have people who kind of connect with you on that block. Because I don't know how many times you probably had it when you're talking to one of your friends. You're like, you have no clue what I'm talking about right now. Or they just be like real quiet. (laughs) Right. They just be real quiet trying to figure out what's going on. I would just be like, you know. Never mind, I just hang the phone up and call somebody else. Maybe somebody else will get it. I need to talk to the boss. <laughs> 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 but, 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 but,
Girl. Yeah, yes. but you need that connection. You definitely do. And so before we end, I just want to say thank you so much again. Um, it has been a pleasure, been a pleasure having you on. Before we wrap up, could you please just tell the listeners, you know, where they can get plugged into you at, like what your uh, website is, your social media handles, um, any new events, just anything you want the audience to know. Okay. Well, you can follow my blog at www.diaryofanundercoverfashionista.com. You can follow me on Instagram at The Undercover Fashionista. You can follow me on Facebook on my personal page. I don't have a problem with that. At Marcia Craggett, last name spelled C-R-A-G-G-E-T-T. But I also have a Facebook page for the blog, and that's um, Diary of an Undercover Fashionista. Yeah. I'm not really on Twitter, <laughs> although I should be. <laughs> you sound like me. Um, <laughs> but that was a pretty much um, what I have going on right now. Um, I have some stuff coming down the pipeline in the future, but if you follow me there, you will see all that. I don't want It's not together just yet, but if you follow me on Instagram, you would you would see some stuff that's coming up. Great, great, and guys, I am also going to link all of those pages in the episode notes so please make sure you get plugged into her she's always posting some super fly picture something motivational (laughs) something to snatch your edges back no (laughs) but no honestly your content is dope and sometimes some of the quotes you post i'll be like that did she just read my mind today (laughs) Uh, oh that's good i'm tapped in that's good Yes, and so once again, thank you so, so much. Um, Definitely learned a lot from you. Um, And I'm excited to see how you grow in the future. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem. And guys, thank you for tuning in to the Life and Couture podcast. And until next time.